Howdy ho, B-Nake buddies. Welcome to the Strip Down, Know Nothing, Bare Naked Ladies podcast. It's me, your buddy Saker, um, and Evan's not here, no Evan. So what's the deal with this? It is our two-year anniversary. We have been doing this for two stupid years. Um, we had planned to have a, a kind of a two-year episode for you, um, but then the world imploded. Uh, so basically, um, Evan's sick, not the big sick, not with that, that big virus, uh, but he's just got a bad cold. His whole family has a bad cold. Uh, I am here. Uh, our guests canceled on us, uh, which is totally okay because they had a bad cold. Um, it's that time of year, folks. So that leaves us with the unenviable position of having to do a two-year celebration without any content. So, uh, first up, thank you. If you're listening, no matter if you've been listening for a day or for all two years, we appreciate it. That is so huge and so important, and we are so thankful for it. Um, and uh, we have a, kind of a special episode for you today. Um, special in that it is bad. Uh, we decided that we were going to put out one of our um, test episodes that we did. Basically, before we actually did the podcast, we did three test episodes just to kind of figure out if this was something we wanted to do, etc., etc. We did She's on Time, which is available on the Orange Groves Patreon, if you're interested in listening to that one. We did Powder Blue, which sounds horrible. We changed our microphone setup. We'll never release it. And we did Get In Line from uh, the King of the Hill soundtrack, which we talk a lot about. Uh, And uh, that's what we decided to release today is a throwback to two years ago, Little Saker, Little Evan, uh, talking about the Bandicoot Ladies when we were still excited, enthusiastic. We were still totally down on the concept for this show. Um, So uh, we are going to present to you uh, Get In Line this episode uh and we are also going to throw in a special bonus polywog in a bog this is a snack time episode we're releasing we're covering every uh snack time song very very slowly on the orange groves patreon as well so we decided to release one as a bonus episode to you folks just to see if that's something that you would be interested in uh and because we needed more content So, uh, what you're about to hear is a very, very early episode of It's All Been Done. The volume is wonky, we don't know what we're doing yet, uh, and it's bizarre. Uh, Then, we're going to segue right into um, Polywog in a Bog, which is a really fun song that I think both Evan and I really, really loved. So, uh, check it out, we're excited. Thank you for sticking with us, you're all such good people and we love you. Um... And uh, next Tuesday, we should be back to regular episodes, albeit quarantine episodes. We're going to do them via Skype. Oh, boy. See how that changes the dynamic. So thanks for tuning in. We love you. And uh, we'll see you again in one week. Welcome to the only podcast focusing on the Bare Naked Ladies, probably for good reason. That's right, from track to track, from pinch me to take it back, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. I'm Saker, and I'm a PC. <laughs> really sets you up for that one. 
I'm Evan, and I'm not. I don't. Uh, I'm a Mac. I'm a Mac. But you're not a Mac. I'm not a Mac. You're barely a PC. <laughs> oh, a Big Mac. I could do. I could, I could, oh, I could go for a Big Mac right now. Evan, do you see they have those the the Grand Mac and Mac Junior are back? Uh, I don't know what the. <laughs> what's What's the difference? Well, let's get Please. right into it. Uh, the the Grand Mac, the Big Mac, you know the Big Mac. The Grand Mac yes, is I'm the aware. Big Mac using quarter pounder patties. So much uh, bigger patties. Okay. And a Mac Junior is a Big Mac without the middle bun and another patty. So it's basically just a, a hamburger. A hamburger <laughs> with special sauce, basically. <laughs> yeah. So it's fine. It's good. All right. I've never had them. I haven't had McDonald's in years probably i like to maybe once a year do like just make myself sick on fast food really yeah because then i hate it for the rest of the year that's true so like i don't get really cravings for it so what i'll do is i'll go get like a big mac i'll go get i don't know what, what the whatever the burger king equivalent is a whopper a whopper i'll go to the wendy's and get like dave's special <laughs> wait you go from candy. place to place yeah, i get no i well i get them i get them to get all to go because there's, because you can, I mean, yeah. we, we live in Columbus, so there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's fast food so everywhere. So the Big Mac's not like, cold it's, by the time It's the Midwest, yeah. yeah. So it takes, eh, it's a good, like, 15 minutes. I'll go to, like, rallies and pick up the rally burger. I'll get all of them, like, five burgers, fries. Yeah. Uh, and then just, like, gorge on that disgusting Please. stuff and feel so, <laughs> so, like, just, like, the depression that hits when you finish. <laughs> is really something to be experienced. I'll oh, be honest, I'm sure. Where you're just like looking at all these, like you're just sitting there surrounded by these rappers <laughs> and you're like, I feel nothing. I <laughs> like, am... I'm... That sounds amazing. I want you to tell me when you're doing it. It always next. sounds amazing in practice. In, yes. I mean, in theory, in practice, it's, yeah, I, I do it whenever the mood hits me, but usually like once a year. Yeah. I'll tell you, I've been on, and you know this, I've been on a diet, like the keto diet, where yes. you're meant to cut out all carbs, so no breads, no sugars. And it's, it's difficult, but it works. Um... But I, uh, I was at a concert with a friend last weekend, and after the concert, there was a rallies right there. And I said, mm. I, you know what? Let's get rallies. That made me feel beautiful. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it made me feel like a god. I got a milkshake. Oh, Those god. rallies milkshakes are so goddamn good. And loaded fries and a big sloppy burger. That's what we'll have to do. We'll have to get burgers, fries, and milkshakes. Yeah. Every- well, Wendy's does, Wendy's does Frosties, so we'll do Frosties. And I don't think Burger King does milkshakes, does it? Anyway. I think... I'm sure they do. We'll do a comparison side-by-side taste test of all burgers. Well, this should be Doughboys. That's <laughs> what oh. this podcast should be. Well, then we'd have to talk about something really boring for an hour Which and a half. Which is what we're doing <laughs> right now. No. <laughs> we are, our, our version of boring is what the Doughboys do right now. <laughs> I love Doughboys is my favorite podcast. Not my favorite, Hollywood Handbook. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Why am I doing this? What's your favorite podcast? Right now? Oh, God. Um, this this one. <laughs> it's all been done, the podcast. My well, I, pivot like a, from I like Faculty of Horror. Faculty of... Yeah, you're a horror boy in I'm general. Horror, we talked horror. about horror on the last episode. Yeah, We're yeah. talking about it on this one. We're mentioning it. We're not yes. Gonna, I don't feel like we should dive you're deep right. into the horror. I do love... Every, every couple Sundays, you'll have a horror confluence at your house mm-hmm. we'll watch some horror movies that's a good I love, time i love horror movies yeah Especially the worst the better not oh i don't know there's like a there's like a, a tipping point of terribleness to awesomeness yeah 
I think the tipping point of terribleness was my favorite one that we watched. Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> that had a clown in it. Yeah, it was a clown, <laughs> and a lot of sled-based murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of diners oh, too. Oh, and the, and the te- uh, teeter totter. Teeter totter scales. Oh yeah, just smash, smash, yeah, yeah. smash. Oh, blood everywhere. <laughs> the the villain was dressed as Libra the whole time. With don't the bury st- him in the don't bury him in the kitty playground. <laughs> That's the, the sometimes dead is better. <laughs> the most famous line from Tipping Point of Recess. That was the. <laughs> I, I went to a diner place with it. The tipping point was like 20%. Uh, so the ten, 15, 15% is the tipping point of terribleness. Because yeah. if you go below that, That's fair. you're terrible. I went to a literal fulcrum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> How Do you feel like if you get really bad service, what is, what's the oh, lowest tipping, that you'll go? Uh, I don't think I'll ever t- tip less than 20%. Damn. Ever. Wow. Like, unless, unless like, I'm, like, insulted. Yeah. Like, uh, by the server or something like that. Because, I mean, they're just trying to do their job, and dealing with assholes is, is horrible. So, yeah. So I always tip 20%. Also, I'm a millennial, so we we tend to tip more. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, um, now that I'm growing up and have... I remember I used to go to Denny's with my friends every night. Mm-hmm. We used to just hang around like until 4 a.m. Like you did in Youngstown. Yes, like you do in Youngstown. Uh, and uh, I used to get unlimited hot chocolate. And then, at the end, I used to tip 20%. Of, oh, it's just like a dollar fifty, so I'd leave keep, like fifty. Keep cents. this quarter. Yeah, oh, you're a horrible I was a, person. I was in high school. I didn't know. I thought. Yeah, I'd but be... everyone. I, okay, yeah. No one should be blamed for the stuff they did or thought in high school, unless it was against the law. Unless it was against the law or morally reprehensible. I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah. There's a lot of people that uh, that Slender Man girl. She was okay. She did fine. Yeah, yeah. She she <laughs> she really made that work for her. <laughs> hey, 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 let's get to today's song, shall we? Yes, let's um, do it. Speaking of. Uh, creatures yes well first i should say that our art we sound different probably we're gonna we're gonna try it out different these are our experimental episodes yes. so uh you need to tell us again you can email us it's all been done podcast at gmail.com to tell us how we how we're sounding if we're sounding good um but this week let's talk about our song which is called get in line this week <laughs> so um get in line what what did you know going in about this song evan anything Literally nothing. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be more relevant when we get to the actually album tracks. Yeah. All these B-sides you're just going to say. Well, I mean, I I watched it on YouTube and it had the... Me too! The, the, the King, King of the, of the Hill, Hill video, which I didn't wasn't aware that there was a King of the Hill, like, soundtrack. Yes. And the Bare Naked Ladies wrote this one about Dale Gribble. The I mean, King of the Hill is just sort of like a unsung hero of cartoon comedies yeah oh yeah absolutely i you know i think when i watched it i watched it, it was first airing and i didn't really get it but mm-hmm. i think if i went back now because it's all about kind of the plate of the working class and, right. and like and, and like pe- i mean the you have a situation where you have a, a son who's you know a bit overweight but he's still got very high self-esteem and like works through his problems and i mean despite being kind of a conservative nut, mm-hmm. I, oh no just a conservative i wouldn't say nut job like hank Hill sort of harkens back to a conservatism of like the 1940s and 50s where like people like I don't know handshake deals yeah. and that sort of thing and, and I feel like that's where that's when why are we getting into this I don't want to talk <laughs> I think about it's interesting I don't want to get like a bunch of well, MAGA people yeah MAGA people are the ones who are going to listen to our podcast <laughs> hey bare naked ladies appeal to everyone that's true I wonder so, how many well go ahead sorry so anyway I, I just feel like there, it appeals to this sort of pure conservatism where you know people's word is their bond and that sort of thing and Hank, Hank believes that yeah and I mean Peggy to a certain extent too one of the things I liked about it too is neither of them are very attractive yeah that's, that's true in sitcoms where you get like 
the fat a, guy a fucking in the monster wife. of a husband yeah <laughs> and then like a really good looking wife everything kevin james like, has ever done right and i mean granted i think peggy hill's more attractive than hank hill sure. but i would <laughs> oh okay yeah right okay for a second, I was like, wait, what's his fetish? Oh, right, women. Women is his fetish. <laughs> <Just> women. <laughs> That's my fetish, too, I'll be honest. Yeah, but it, it, deals, with, it deals with all sorts of uh, issues like, yeah. uh, from, a, from a sort of bottom-up perspective, and yeah. I, I really liked that. Well, and I feel, I mean, I think Mike Judge is, is a liberal mm-hmm. dude. I think everything mm-hmm. he's kind of produced since then has been sort of from the, a left uh-huh. standpoint. Um, and I, and I think the other characters on the show, I, I, I agree with you with Hank, but especially people like Dale, yeah. uh, are kind of a parody of when right wing, I mean, cause he's a, a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I really actually getting it back to Brennan ladies. I love thank this you, video thank you, thank you. because it's like, if you've never seen the video, we could talk about it a little bit. It's the Brennan ladies. It's half live action, half uh, cartoon, but the live action Brennan ladies are trying to fuck with Dale Gribble. Basically yes. they like hide behind fake trees and try to replace uh, his cigarettes with with exploding cigarettes, cigarettes. <laughs> and they they hide oh, under, those rascally bare naked ladies <laughs> they hide under his lawn and play concerts <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah it's real real weird it was like, a weird it was a weird song and I, I i think i should go on record as saying like this that type of music video is my least favorite type of what do you mean that type of where you've got like a media tie-in and it cuts between whatever the tie-in is and the band right like or no actually no that actually isn't so bad it's when the band like interacts with it so like do like a little mini episode of the show which is exactly what it's like the band being in it yeah don't yeah. don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Can you think of other? I'm trying like, to think of the other. The only thing that came to mind was like Space Jam. Didn't they do like a Space Jam? Probably like, R. Kelly. Yeah. I don't know if or, it was interactive like, though. I think it was just clips from the movie. Yeah. But I just I just like I didn't like it. <laughs> fair. I didn't like I didn't like what they were I don't doing. Like it. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's fair. I think. Do you think this is canon to the King of the Hill universe? That the bare naked ladies are actually responsible for. Well, I'd actually like to get into that later. I have a oh, couple, I have a couple of theories of my good. own, but yeah, as far as the conspiracy angle. Well, so. then let's talk about the actual song itself. Okay. Everywhere I go, someone's trying to be my girlfriend's best friend. Some stuff I liked about this song. The the I think it's like the second line. But they they have this like uh, I tried to put that number the X, but I'm like cussing <laughs> like that syncopation that they do with the I tried to put that number the X. Um, it's kind of cool to me. Like I thought that was it's not really like a straight up like they're just singing. Oh, here it is. I'm trying to pretend that relax. <laughs> I thought that it sounds like a drum beat almost. It's cool. Well, I mean, actually, it reminds me a lot of, of some of the like uh, rhyme patterns you use in your music. Uh, right, Which I sure. Think is why you immediately glommed onto that. Uh, probably, yeah, yeah. I do, I do, I do like. I mean, I like everything Brandon Good Ladies have put out for the most part, but I do like their their hip hop sort of rap songs a little more. So that kind of makes sense. Um, I like the the choral the ah. Uh, I think it's clever. Like everybody, yeah. open your mouth. Everybody just say ah. Uh huh. Um, and then everyone I, is doing it. Yes, I did think it was a little gross when like everybody turn and cough and they go ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they only do two us. Oh, bare naked ladies. <laughs> You're right. You mentioned a couple episodes ago that there's always some comedy, and no, of I mean, course, there's a, there's a theme of humor running through a lot of their yeah. work. They do have some sad. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll get to the sad stuff. But um, what I wanted to know: what is your take on the title? Get uh, in line. 
Well, Dale, I mean, if it's a song written about Dale Gribble, as I'm assuming that it is. I assume. Well, actually, it's not, but we'll get to we'll get to what it's actually about. Why don't we get to it now? I'm curious. Uh, and you, we'll get to this title thing later. Are you sure? Is this it might, long? This, this might be a powder blue thing. I just blow, I just blow, the, <laughs> I blow the doors right, off All right, never this. mind. Let's talk about the song first. <laughs> okay. So, the title. <laughs> so, I, I mean, obviously, it's about... Um, I say obviously, but uh, I think that it's about getting in line. I mean, getting in line, is, it's a pretty clear allusion to following government mandates, right? right? Okay, that's what I was so thinking, maybe. I'm thinking that Dale sees himself as a, not a trendsetter, what's the word I'm looking for? Outlier. Yeah, 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 he breaks the mold. And he's, sure. and he's working against that sort of... So the, the, the title is The Government Speaking to Dale. Get in line, Dale. Yes. Okay, I see. Oh, so even that is sort of... Conspiracy. I wonder if Dale would see that title and say, "This is about me." He. Uh... Well, I think that's sort of that's sort of the constant mo of conspiracy nuts, isn't it? That like everything it's about them, everything's about them. Yeah. And it comes back to yeah this sort of thing, like they're watching me. I mean, I'm talking about crazy conspiracy nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, not the sane conspiracy well, theorists. Granted, there are conspiracies in real life. Like. Yeah. But uh, you know. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Just not crazy. Like, like, like flat earthers. <laughs> those you don't we wouldn't consider those crazy conspiracies. No, no, I was saying as an example of a crazy conspiracy. Okay, what's a non-crazy conspiracy? Like uh, uh, the current Mueller investigation into oh, Russian tampering sure. in the election. Yes, I had a very like, narrow mindset for if there is a conspiracy, then, right. and he finds it, then that'll be Boy, a conspiracy. Boy, those maggers are going to be or, so or, angry. Or what about uh, like like uh, Watergate? Sure, yes. Conspiracy I, so I there, there, is, there are real conspiracies. Yes, I usually I didn't associate the word conspiracy, but you're right. You're right. Um, I, uh, like, they do a lot of cool, like, beat-based stuff in this song. Like, I try to take three deep breaths, it's like, bum, bum, bum. Like, uh, there's, there's a clever interplay between words and music in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to talk, since, since we were talking about the video real quick. During the video, Stephen Page does this rock star, like, 90s kick, uh-huh. and I noted it. I wrote down, like, during this video, Stephen Page does this insane little kick, uh-huh. and then... Like, maybe 30 seconds into the video, he does it again. And I was like, twice he does this kick. And then he did it again. And I was like, is there, I guess, thrice? And then he does it again at the end of the video. I was like, why do they keep reusing this footage of him doing this weird-ass kick? So I, I wrote twice during the video. What is it when he does something four times? Twice, thrice? I, I, I asked that question myself, and I don't actually know. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, I mean... I don't. I don't know. Uh, you, if you haven't, seen I don't this... think you can do anything more than three times. <laughs> <laughs> so this video is is breaking the mold. It's yeah. getting out of line. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Um, all right. Tell me. Tell me what you thought about about this uh, this song. So, this... so it's obviously a song about conspiracies. Okay. And I was wondering what conspiracies it spoke to, or a conspiracy in general, what they were trying to say. <laughs> and I focused on, what, what really caught me was, there's one line that says, every night at a lane, a lane, the words a, and then a lane, uh-huh. someone thinks they're go- they've got a find beyond me. I thought it was a fine bead on me. Like, they've got a bead. I, I, that uh, makes more sense than a fine... The, 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 someone thinks they've got a fine beyond me or fine... That, that's not okay. point. What I'm interested in is every night at a lane. Every night... That's not a sentence. <laughs> every, like... Every night at a lane, someone thinks they've got a fine beat on A lane. Not... Like, what's a lane? So, that's what <laughs> I'm thinking. That's not a sentence. So that, that, that caught my... That caught my attention because when you're looking for when you're looking for things when you're looking for a conspiracy you got to look for the things puzzle? that don't make sense. Okay, I'm so, so excited. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh huh. 
So, a lane is a narrow road, right? Usually in a rural setting. Right? Rural is where most alien abductions happen. Also, rural rhymes with plural, as in many, right? So, the number of alien abductions there are and planets that are capable of supporting life. Oh, shit. Okay. So, um... And these planets are look, they're going around stars, stars that you can see at night. Like every night. <laughs> every night and a lane. So re- rearrange the letters of night. What do you get? Uh what do you get? Thing. Okay. Which is what they're trying to tell us. <laughs> Thing. Everything at a lane. <laughs> Alright? So we took two words, we made them one. Uh-huh. Right? Both words. Every night. Both have five letters. Five plus five is ten. Divided by two is five again. All right? Where did you get the two? Well, five. There's two words. Oh, sure. Okay. Divided by two. You added five again. That's one. a perfect triangle. That's three legs to a triangle, right? Wait, what's a triangle? Five plus five is ten. Uh-huh. So that's five plus five is ten. Divided by two is five. So there's there's three two sides. Fives. There's two. Yeah, three fives. Okay. There's three steps to this equation. I'm with you. So it's a triangle, or is it a pyramid? Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is this? Everyone knows is a symbol of the Illuminati. I want everybody to know that he's not freestyling. He has a piece of paper that looks like the Notebook from Seven that he's just scrawled things in. Keep but, going, the Illuminati. But, uh, yeah, it's a, Illumi- a pyramid or oh. the Ma- or the Freemasons. The all guy. Sure, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exactly what I was getting. <laughs> like it's on the back of our dollar bill, right? Uh-huh. So, the eye above the pyramid is known as the eye of Providence. And what does it say above the eye on the dollar bill? In God we trust? No, it says Anuit Septus, which means, according to Google Translate, signals enterprise. Enterprise, like the starship enterprise. <laughs> and below the pyramid, it says Novo Ordo Secularum, which means a new order of the ages. So we're putting this clause in a new order. We're putting the letters in a new order. They want us to rearrange the letters of this. Okay. So. I'm with you. This new order not only refers to how we're rearranging this sentence, but the new order that the visitors will impose upon us when they come from outer space. The new world order. The new world order. Right. If they aren't already watching us as the eye above the pyramid, oh, the Illuminati pyramid that would indicate. They've find bead on us. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So we've divided... The clause and we divide the clause like we divided every night. So we divide the clause in two. So there's everything, and then there's at a lane, right? There are three words in the second subclause. Just that gets back to our triangle, to our pyramid, right? Three points on a triangle, but they're all radiating from a central point, right? Because there's three points, but the triangle has a center, correct? <laughs> yes. So. Although it seems like it's going in direction, different directions, like all these all these rays of the triangle are pointing in different directions, it's actually only pointing to one thing. So we've got everything, points is what we've got right now. Sure. At a lane. At a lane, again, three words, three points. Indivisible, <laughs> a prime number. So we're looking for a single actor, a single person. <laughs> Rearrange at a lane and you get what? Real letters of at a lane. Latitude. No, I don't know what. Anal tea. <laughs> Which, as you well know, is another word for diarrhea. <laughs> also known, so known as backdoor trots, or the Hershey squirt squirts, <laughs> the green apple nasties, thunder down under, or butt musk. Musk. Don't you see? It's so clear. You're not putting this together? I thought you were the puzzle guy. I don't understand how I can make this anymore. Ma- oh, Elon Musk? Is that where it's supposed to go? Exactly! <laughs> So we've got everything, right? 
<laughs> We've got points at Musk Lane, but they want us to rearrange it. So Lane Musk. Elon Musk. You rearrange the letters in Lane, you get Elon. Everything points at Elon Musk. I hate to tell you this, but if you it's rearrange one letter different. It, okay. <laughs> so, this song that premiered in 1999 is about Elon Musk. Which makes it all crazier. Oh, shit. Do you think he's a reptilian? Do you think the Brandon ladies are time travelers? Or do, do you think access to time travelers? Stephen Page wasn't actually doing cocaine. He was sniffing up time <laughs> dust. Future dust. <laughs> um, I can't argue <laughs> with your interpretation besides to say that I've never known anyone who's called diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea anal tea. <laughs> I truly love that phrasing. <laughs> Anal tea. That's like reminiscent of the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Texas tea. <laughs> Old Jeb had yeah. anal tea. Diarrhea, that is. <laughs> thunder down under. The thunder. The galloping down. trots. When you're at home with your lovely wife, <laughs> do you say, honey, I got the galloping trots. I gotta get me to the bathroom. Or do you have a funny nickname for the bathroom, too? <laughs> no, I mean... You don't need to say you have the galloping trots when you like. You just think it. You just stand up and sort of galloping trot out of the room because <laughs> you got like one hand on your butt and you're just kind of like trotting around. <laughs> that's how you sure. work, right? Sure, that's, sure, that's how sure. They go. The green apple squirts. I truly don't know what else to say about that. That's why. Did I you wanna... say green apple? The green apple squirts. That's. I, I was looking on Urban Dictionary. There's a lot of them. Why green apple? Oh, sorry. The green apple nasties. Why the green apple? Because it's sour. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> You've never had diarrhea. I've had diarrhea, but I've never tasted it. Aren't you supposed to rehydrate when you have <laughs> diarrhea? Everything old is back in again. Do you know there's a pretty good lady song called Everything Old is New Again? Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> well, now you do. Uh, wow. Uh, I feel less confident in this reading than I did about your Power Blue reading. <laughs> At the same time, I... I, I I applaud you for your ability to read so heavily into the song. Um, all, all it took was a half hour on Google. God damn. No wonder. For you folks at home, we were going to do four songs, but we decided to cut it down to three because Evan said I'm just too tired to research <laughs> that fourth song. I think he's got it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. All my other shit seems, again, stupid in comparison. But God damn. Uh, perfect. Uh, just some stuff to finish it up that at this point is so stupid. I, this part, this itchy pentagram shaped rash. I always thought as a kid he was saying itchy dented ham shaped rash. Um, alright, just a little thing. And, uh, consult contemporaries if there is some to see. Feels like the most placeholder lyric in the history of A pentagram of is made out of triangles. Holy shit. And then another, and a central, a central, like, yeah. Five sided shape what is do, it pentagon pentagon, pentagon. Do you, do you <gasps> the pentagon <laughs> oh my god the government's involved in this time travel experiment elon, elon musk is working with the, the pentagon, pentagon in order to maybe stephen page was framed because he was getting too close to the truth oh my god do you think the other naked ladies are involved <laughs> i don't know 
But I'm truly concerned now, and I can't imagine not reading the rest of everything we do from now on <laughs> with, with, with the reading of They're All Government Agents. I like that these practice episodes are setting... They're the canon. <laughs> I think we actually <laughs> literally have to release <laughs> these <laughs> first. Um, Alright, very, very interesting, though. Uh, Alright, let's do uh, uh, one of our famous segments. Our most famous segment. Our most famous segment, where we spin that wheel, we spin the dial and get that bonus segment. <laughs> What will so, it be? What, what will, will it be, be today? Today's bonus segment is Everything Old is New Again. So, think of a scene from a movie. Think, this one is kind of pointless because it's literally already in a cartoon. Okay, so let's let's take it out of context. What scene from an already existing movie or TV show would you take and rescore with this song? I feel like it's a good montage sort of song for when someone is sort of like maybe going off the deep end. Is there a is there a show where someone kind of is like digging through files and and like uh, maybe that scene in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when uh, Charlie's got the big like board of uh, oh, the yes. conspiracy theory, yes, the famous yes. meme board? Yes, where he's, he's, everything's pasted all over. I mean, it could be it could be basically any sort of procedural. Like Stranger Things, yeah. As she's putting together that <laughs> the big, yeah, the, the map the, of the the, map, uh, the letters yeah. and the and the 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 lights. Oh man, I kind of want. If there's anybody out there listening who wants to put that music to that scene, I think that would be really fun. <laughs> I think Stranger Things would go better with bare naked ladies. Yeah, I, mean, um, I think everything would go better with bare naked ladies. Sure, that's perfect. Boy, these segments are real short. I think that's perfect though. I think Stranger yeah. Things season one, where she's writing down the letters that Will is trying to send her yes. through the wall. Done. All right, perfect. You can, make, you can make a montage with uh, the government telling her that her son is dead. You know, because that's a perfect, a perfect, juxtaposition, a perfect juxtaposition. And then you cut to Stephen Page doing that sweet kick. Oh, man, that's so good. Or maybe you, like, go under the floor and the oh, medical ladies are playing the song under the floor. Or they're in the uh, upside down. Oh! <laughs> Literally... That would take a very dark turn on this song. I got so excited that I involuntarily yelled. I want them to remake this song, except instead of Under the Floor, they're in the Upside Down. <laughs> this could be a Stranger Things oh, branded song. Oh, God. Oh, man. That's so, and so I mean, good. the Bare Naked Ladies are always looking for royalties. So you Absolutely. Know, you know they'd sell it. Absolutely, they would. Oh, God. I wonder how many how much business we're going we're gonna to send their way. I don't know. I wonder if we can get a cut of that. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Though we should ask them. I might send them an email to see if they want to be on the show. But we have three episodes. None of them are released. <laughs> Will you be on our show, please? <laughs> uh, all right. It's time to decide if this song was bare naked or fully clothed. Evan, as always, we start with you. What do you think? Was this song bare naked or fully clothed? I want to say that it was fully clothed, but in the best way possible. What does that mean? Well, here's the thing: like, it was a, it was an earworm. Out of all the songs we've done today, or these last three weeks, uh-huh. uh huh. This one is the one that I've been wake woke up every fucking day singing Me in my goddamn too. brain head. Yep. <laughs> yep. So just that that chorus. So yeah, the, I mean, this is a song that sort of slips under the radar because it's uh-huh. in dark glasses, a hat. Yeah, you know, pull up, yeah. pull up, sweater. It's got you know a beard. Sure, it put something in the water to make you forget it. Yeah. Exactly, all right. exactly. But underneath, it's naked all the way. Oh, so it's in a big trench coat. It's yeah, it's creepy. Oh, I like that. It's this mess, song is a flasher. Messed up, messed up song. Yeah, it'll get you. I think for me, this song is. So, so wait, what? What is your rating? Fully clothed, but in the best way. <laughs> Fully clothed, but naked underneath. Okay. <laughs> 
Not wearing multiple layers. <laughs> yes. Uh, this not, song... not about to go to a polar bear. <laughs> the polar bear plunge. In all the jackets it owns. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this song for me was, uh, I'd say this song for me is, uh, I'd say it's it's totally naked, no censor bars. Because uh, the government can't censor this song. Oh, that's good. Uh, and I love this song. I think this is a great song. I'm surprised. We're talking about how these songs were all clearly B-sides. This song is not a B-side to me. No, no. I feel like the only reason it's a B-side is because it was made for a soundtrack. I think this could have been on an album. Right. And, uh, was this song ever played during King of the Hill? No, it was a special feature on the season one DVD. I did a little, <laughs> a little research for it for the eighteen people who own the King of the Hill season one right. DVD. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so t- totally meaningless. This is the the only the only reason people would know about it is if they're really digging in the Bernie Ladies back catalog, which is a shame. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, I know, and that's why we do this podcast. <laughs> that's why to dig through the stacks and bring you back. Uh, all right, uh, it's time to take an email from our listeners. Again, if you have an email for us, you can email us at it's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let's go to one from a guy named Hank Swagger. So, Hank Swagger, uh, he wants to know, what is the deal with the green dress in the song, If I Had a Million Dollars, Why Is It Ugly? Uh, so, um, if I had a million dollars, if, uh, if you don't know, is of course the Bernie Lady's most famous song, probably, I'd imagine. Um, and in that song, they mention, um, I don't think the green dress is ugly, is it? Maybe. Yeah, I'd buy you, Hank, okay, Hank, Hank, you've missed the point, because earlier in the song they say, I'd buy you a fur coat, but not a real fur coat that's cruel. And then later they say, I'd buy you a green dress, but not a real green dress that's cruel. Well, it might be cruel because it's so ugly. But I think it's just supposed to be a callback, right? Like, no animals were murdered in the making of this green dress, as opposed to a fur coat. Are you going in deep on this? You think it would be cruel to buy a woman a green dress? Well, an ugly green dress. Why would it be cruel? I think it'd be cruel to buy a woman a dress in general. Just let her buy her own dresses, right? A present? A gift? Have you never bought your lovely wife a gift? I feel like clothes, though, is a, a real tough gift to give people. Because there's, you know, people's sizes change, you know. If I recall, if it, uh, you were my wife's secret Santa, and you bought her a piece of clothing. It was a t-shirt. Oh! Oh, it's fine if buy it's your a wife, t-shirt. Actually, no, I actually bought your wife a dress. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I bought her a dress. Yeah, you thought you bought her a dress, but Whoopsie. it's supposed to be a t-shirt. Yeah, so you bought her... That's cruel. Yep. <laughs> I am a cruel man and I apologize. I should, I should really write a, her a letter. Yeah, some apology. She deserves it. She yeah. hates that thing and never wears it. I, she loves it. I haven't actually seen her in it, so. Actually, I've never seen her in it either. That's okay. Shit, it's cruel. Uh, Hank, People's tastes are fickle. Hank, you are correct. You've proved your own point. It's ugly and cruel. <laughs> so. Green. Yeah, wait. don't buy people clothes. <laughs> let them buy their let people buy their own clothes. <laughs> yeah, so the Bernie ladies realize it's cruel to buy people clothes, and that's why they're saying, "But not a real green dress. That's cruel. Not because it's a callback, and that's the obvious answer. <laughs> because it's cruel to buy people clothes." Uh, cool. All right. Well, that's another successful, <laughs> real way down the rabbit hole week for it's all been done. Um, anything else to add? Any plugs you want to do this week, Evan? They're watching us. <laughs> I'm Sinker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one, one week. week. We know, we know, we know. It's another 
freaking piece of media about the Marmoset Chronicles. Before you stop us, we know that this series of movies has been talked about and deliberated on in analysis on characters, plot, cinematography, everything under the sun. And we know what you're thinking. Why do I want to listen to these two assholes talk about it? Well, we're going to try to come at it from a slightly different angle. We're talking about these movies and how they relate to us and the world in which we live in, a post-Marmoset Chronicles world, so to speak. And you can listen to us make our slow, laborious way through this eight-movie epic on your podcast catcher of choice every week until we make it through them all. Which will hopefully not take the 16 years it took the eight movies to come out. <laughs> or maybe if it does, send help. We might have fallen down a time hole. So join us on The Marmoset Chronicles, a personal retrospective. It's been, it's been, it, it, it's been, 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 it's been, 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 to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies that's right whether they make you smile or hurl from running out of ink to lilac girl we're it's all been done the podcast knows not where he's from or how his life had begun it's my co-host evan out come the legs for the jump jump <laughs> he hops to the top of the stump stump and does this podcast it's my co-host saker wow so, I am the most recently evolved form of Saker? Yeah, I guess. Okay. You're closer to death. Like a Pokemon, what were my... Am I the middle or am I the last? I feel like you're the middle. You almost have to be the middle. So, let's name... What was the smaller... I think it's like Saket, and then Saker, and then... Well, I think I think the small one's Sakling. Okay, Sakling, Saker, and... Uh, boy, I'm trying to think of what like a beef, a beef saker's name. <laughs> beef saker could be the last form. <laughs> it has to, if it starts with sake, it has to. If the first two start with sake, it has sure. to start with okay. sake. Sakelet, saker, sakeling, saker. All right, sakeling, saker, and sake, sakemas, sakemost, sake, sakeman, sake. I'm on those M's. I'm on the M's. <laughs> sake, 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 sake. Sure, you are. I think your little form is Evbo. Your regular <laughs> form is Evan. And your your maximized form is eviscerated. Evanes Evanescence. Evanescence is pretty good too. See, I don't have anything that easy. Maybe my last form is sacrilegious. 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 Yeah, I like sacrilegious. that. Sacrilegious. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Oh shit! These are what our type Pokemon. Of Pokemon. Are you? Um, I think I'm probably ground fighting. I think I yeah. I could shoot. I could punch a piece of earth at you. I'd be either water type or maybe ghost type if I could. Let's let's talk for each other. Mm -hmm. I think you're. I think you're Ghost Fairy. Ghost Fairy? Yeah, Ghost... Or is flying in there somewhere? No, I think you're Ghost Fairy. Yeah. I think you're a uh, normal type. Normal type. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dickhead. <laughs> oh, to be a normal type Pokemon, the fucking, like, NPC of the Pokemon yeah, world. you're like a Rattata or something. Oh, that sucks ass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But, I mean, sucks ass in the millennial way where it fucking rocks. Yeah, it plops. <laughs> Everybody it plops. should suck ass. It plops. <laughs> and, Bo, should we say, be saying the term suck ass in an episode about a children's song? What? Do you think any children are uh, supporting the Orange Grows Patreon? Boy, that's a great question. I don't know. Um, kids, if you're out there with your parents, spending your parents $2 on the Orange Grows Patreon every month, uh, hit us up with the hashtag um, mommy's credit card and <laughs> let us know. We would love to hear from you. Um, 
I don't know. Did you ever spend your parents' money without their permission? No. Yeah. I wasn't, but it's, I think it's a lot easier nowadays. Oh, sure. Oh, my built-in transactions in right, right, iPhone right. games. Yeah, you can do it without shit. even knowing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I think doubt. back when, I mean, I was, I had a pre-internet childhood, which I'm kind of grateful for. Yeah. And that, like, well. no horrors exist, you know, that I can't get, I can't scrub. And like, I don't know. I think everyone should have a pre-internet childhood. Yeah. All the Only cream. because I had one. And I, you know, like, I feel like like teen years are sort of the best time to encounter the internet which is about when i did yeah i suppose so or i maybe... don't know I, st- I feel like you can still do cringy things as a teen oh, now that get uh you know emblazoned forever on the internet i oh, mean abs- no i a hundred percent i'm just saying that like i don't know you can't really as a kid you can't really get everything the internet has to offer you only mm. kind of get bad stuff yeah yeah, I can see that. Okay. Right? I mean, you can like watch YouTube videos and stuff like that, but then it'll switch to like a Peppa Pig where like Peppa Pig eviscer- eviscerates like a full-grown man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They have all like, those... Uh, I feel like only traps await children on the internet. Yeah. All those fucking, yeah, those horrifying uh, uh, like factory-produced Peppa Pig things mm-hmm. where they're like, Peppa Pig is now pregnant and she gives birth to a scorpion and the scorpion <laughs> turns into a fucking like... Yeah, and I think a lot of that's apocryphal. Like, I mean... I've sat my son in front of YouTube every once in a while, but like I always check in every couple minutes. Yeah. And uh, I mean, our rule about watching TV with my kid is one of us has to be watching it with him. Oh, really? Which really limits his TV time because kids shows suck so bad. Yeah. So you get up and do something else. Yeah, we got to yeah. go. But Let's mostly go we watch, we'll watch like Netflix or, or Hulu or something like that. You've watched, I've, there's been times when we've been watching a movie and he's been watching Octonauts in the other room. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, seem but like, like, but like I have to, but I have like eyes on the TV sure, at all sure, time. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah so that checks out. And it's Octonauts. Like it's not like some YouTube slush pile. It could switch over to Octonuts, which no, is the triple X parody. You can't because it's literally Netflix. <sighs> Just indulge me in Octonuts. <laughs> It's about a dude with eight balls. No, it's a great. It's about it'd be furries, bud. Uh, it'd be it'd furries be all scales, the way down. I believe is what they're called when they're no, because the octonauts are a cat, a polar bear, fuck, a, I forgot, uh, <laughs> um, a rabbit, a <laughs> otter. Why? Why are they not octopuses? Well, he's, into, he's into Scooby-Doo now, which I really like. Really? Yeah. I hated Scooby-Doo. Oh, the new modern Scooby-Doo is actually pretty. Oh, good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fun. Why is it? What makes it better? Uh, they're all teenagers and they have parents and they're in this town and, uh, their parents all want them to stop hunting monsters. And Fred is kind of like, they're all like crazy, but all in a fun way. Like, yeah. f- like Daphne's really into Fred, but Fred can't even see her because he's just interested in making traps. <laughs> so it's taken like the, it's taken like the conceit for each character and sort of updated a little sure. bit in a way that like tickles my nostalgia, but also like. Do, like does a does a does a thing on it. like you know like the new Shiro show and stuff yeah. like that like that's a, that's the good kind of nostalgia so I've got like I've already got an in for it but also right. you can't just give me what I had before because yeah. you know that's what I had before yeah yeah so. okay interesting speaking of stuff that we loved as kids yes let's talk about this week's song <laughs> this week's song is called Pollywog in a Bog and if you've never heard it before here's a quick sample. Was this your first time hearing Pollywog no. in a bar? I've heard it a thousand. <laughs> I've listened to Snack Time more than any other album in the BNL canon. I've listened to it more than I've listened to any all of them album. combined. Yeah. Is it your most played album period for your life? No, well, now it is. Yeah. But I mean, I 
I had listened to it maybe once when it came out, and then we got it for my kid, and now yeah. we'll listen to it. What probably what, once a day. What do you think your second most played album is of all time? Second place most album of all time. Yeah, I mean probably what album? some probably some punk rock album. Yeah, okay. Like Snuff, Dermasibabonk uh, or something like that. Dermasibabonk. Dermasibabonk. What the fuck is that? Is it's that... a British punk band that they kept. They just named their albums really like flubbity dibbity dibbity dob. <laughs> like, it's a, they do like a two D six thing. That's but yeah, super they're fun. A, they're a fun punk band. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So yeah, so this was. Or the Pilfers, um, Chihuahua Lang. Uh, you only I guess I'm like not getting, oh, a little gibberish. <laughs> you really do. I gotta send you the Simglish VNL uh, songs. Yeah, I do. I'm a gibber boy. Um, so uh, Polywog and a Bog. I, I will admit that Snack Time I spun once or twice until we started digging into it. Um, this song is fun as fuck. The first three songs have been all good fun songs, but this is a next level of fun for me. Not as good as Ninjas for me, but See, it's still pretty fucking good. This like this one has so much going on for it. It's just like I, I don't know. Like yeah, I agree with you. This it is, is a great hard song for me to express how much I enjoyed this song. Um, so first let's let's just do it chronologically. The opening of the song. I love songs where it's difficult to catch the rhythm in the intro, right? Like you're just listening to like a piano playing like a tune mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't quite understand where the beats are here. Mm-hmm. And then the drums will come in behind Bom. it and you'll be Bom. like, yeah. or the bass in this case. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. I, that sounds like I'm joking when I say like, I like songs where you don't know what the rhythm is, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm bummed that Kev's very bass piano line gets buried as the song moves on. The mm-hmm. thing that kind of introduces the song. Mm-hmm. Cause it's so cool and so strong. Um, I don't know. Um, I feel like I know that Jim and Ed wrote the song, and I feel like, and Jim sings it yeah. except for the except for the um, the rap rock the the you know Jamaican whatever. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, but um, I feel like this is possibly the best Cregan song I've ever heard. Ever. Yes, absolutely, without a doubt. And I, th- I think I wrote that in my notes as well. And he gets like he gets like all his. I think that. I think that Jim's shown in this case because I think when he writes songs for adults, he thinks like, oh, adults are going to be listening to. These are for music nerds. Like, I'm just going to throw in all these fucking stops. Yeah. You know, like polyrhythms and stuff. Yeah. And then here he's like, I'm writing a song for kids. Right. So I'm going to write to their level. Yeah. And I think he really shown in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He should do more kids songs. I think I, mean, BNL, I think like this sort of this is like the perfect vehicle for ed's dad humor too yeah it's, it's like, true as it comes off as kind of irritating to me in the context of like a song for adults yeah but for kids yeah it works it works every time because it's supposed to yeah absolutely it hits and i mean it's it's it, it's fun there are jokes every like i don't know 10 15 seconds i mean maybe not in this song there's not a whole lot of jokes mm-hmm. but um yeah this whole album is just fucking like it hits so hard. It's, mm-hmm. it's so good. And this is like the first educational song on the album. Yes. Like, I mean, 789, I guess, teaches you counting, but it's, yeah. really, it's not really what it's about. It's more like a pun. It's a vehicle for puns. But sure. this one is like, teaches you kind of about the life cycle of a frog. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, go ahead. And Ninjas, I mean, my favorite song, but Ninjas is actively anti-intellectual. Yes, it it's is. Just, it is wrong about a lot of stuff yes. about ninjas <laughs> and history and what they are and what they do. Somebody in our Discord said, as expected from a BNL podcast, I learned a lot about Japanese history today, <laughs> which oh, is the episode about where Seas Richards asked you about oh, samurai. Sengoku period stuff. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't even my period, guys. Ask me about Bakumatsu. <laughs> hey, speaking of 789, this is the second song on Snack Time in three songs that has a video did you watch yeah. the video no i didn't watch the fucking video of course i watched the fucking video i had no idea there was a video and it's so 
fucking good. Yeah, it's a puppet video. It's I love a puppets. puppet. Yes. The, the, so we have a puppet possum puppets. And, and fox that are playing instruments. And you begin to realize that each of the puppets uh, represents Is, yeah. a lady. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like, they look exactly like the lady. Like Kind of. I thought they were really, well. They were good, they were good puppets, but I don't know why they picked the animals they did. Yeah, I was kind of wondering that too. Um, and I mean, Kev's the opossum, right? Uh, yes, Kev's the opossum. The then Jim is the fox. Yes, which I said, the more time goes on in this video, the more Jim's fox kind of looks rabid to me. Yeah. Like, as the video, it looks more and crazed. Then, what the fuck is Tyler? Is he like a squirrel, an otter, a marmoset? I don't know. He's got I, glasses on and he's got like an otter-like face. So I thought maybe he's an otter. Yeah. And I, I bet if I dug down in the YouTube comments, I could find out because there's like someone's like, oh, Ed's a blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure there is. And uh, Steve's an owl. Yes. Steve is an owl, and Steve is, I think, the best one. Yeah. Steve looks well, it's just because he's wearing me. glasses. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's true. And then true. Ed is a sugar glider with, like, a, like, black faux hawk. I, I think Tyler ha- I'm watching the video again right now. I think he's an otter. Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. got to be. Um, and then, yeah. Wait. And then there's another a fox, second fox, fox, which is, I think, Andy. But he didn't play on the song. Yes, he did. Oh. Andy played on this song. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So Andy makes an appearance both in the song and in the video. So he's on the steel drums? He's on the steel drums okay. in this song, which is fucking great. I, I love that they worked him into the video. And that he's Ed's, or uh, Jim's brother, so they make him the same race yeah. as, or species as Jim. It's so good. Um, yeah. Uh, love that. Love everything about that. Um, and I said about the steel drums, like... You cannot deny steel drums. Steel no. drums are catchy. Any song, and they bri- they'll brighten up anything. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm very happy that this kind of made it to one of the entrees on snack time. This is mm-hmm. one of the longer songs. I think these are every like four or five songs we get a long one. I mean, it's not fucking Vegetable Town. Mm, uh, you do not like Vegetable Town. I am not looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm getting excited. Um. Uh, so, so this is, as you said, about the life cycle of a frog, Mm -hmm. uh, from tadpole to everything. And I think the song kind of moves and, and grows like as he begins to breathe through lungs, the song opens up more and we get more Mm -hmm. of the instruments coming in. The only one in through lungs, it's hard to... There's a... Uh, by the end of the song, the chorus is, uh, you know, one day he'll become a frog. And then by the end of the song, it's in the morning fog, which I mm-hmm. thought was cute. They change it because he became a, a frog. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what this song is inspired by? No. Uh, this might be apocryphal, mm-hmm. but this song was inspired by Jim seeing his baby daughter's ultrasound oh yeah that's that makes me look i'm like i'm like tearing up a little bit <laughs> it's adorable right yeah, that hit me in my parent feels <laughs> yeah, really ooh, ooh, it becomes yeah. very different once yeah, you're a parent yeah so yeah i think he was and i'm not ins- saying that people who aren't parents can't feel parent feels right so, but, but uh, this hit me in my parent feels <laughs> um i don't know uh, the video confirms that Steve is doing something, but he's not credited in this song. I guess he's doing harmonies in the background. Yeah, yeah. It really feels like Steve checked out of this album. Oh uh, yeah, I mean this is this is their last album with him, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But it's just sad. I don't know. Um, let's well, talk. I mean, he's, of course, he checked out because this is an album for kids, and that's not the he vision. Wasn't he wasn't into it. Yeah, that's that's uh, of course not the vision he would have wanted for the band. Yeah, which I'm not sure how he could see it going any other way. But yeah, I wish they had done more uh, kids albums. Should we talk about the elephant in the room? Yeah. Okay. The tadpole exhibit? The tadpole exhibit. Ribbit, ribbit. So, uh-huh. we have Ed's 
reggae rap breakdown in the middle of the song in which he uh takes on the patois of a jamaican accent yes and that's doesn't it doesn't age well no Ribbit, ribbit, a tadpole exhibit, it's a transformation, no one can inhibit, amphibian change, may seem strange, take them gills in the tail and they all rear it. But it was only 10 years ago. I know, and I'm thinking like, is it mocking? No, I think it's celebrating. Yeah. I think they knew they were writing a song that sounded like a reggae song, so he was just like, yeah. well, I'll do a reggae thing here. Did he do a good job? Yes, but that doesn't mean it's okay, Evan. <laughs> It's, so if you're celebrating it and you're a musician, musicians are allowed to play other styles of music, right? So what's your your issue here is with the patois, right? Yes. Okay. 100%. So he's just like, ribbit, ribbit, it's a tadpole exhibit. You it's can... a destination. No one can inhibit. Okay. Are you arguing for the accent? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to like, I'm you trying would to be okay you with that. You would be okay with that. You, the way you framed it is him almost boringly doing it, but I think he's got the energy to do it. Like... I think that, so I guess my question is then... Is the accent part and parcel of reggae? No. Oh, no. Okay. Boy, are there white people doing reggae? They're, I would say ska. That's ska. I mean, yeah. like like third wave ska is basically white people, reg- white, white people reggae. Yeah, okay. And I mean, ska is also a Jamaican type yeah. of beat. You get like the toots and the maidles and stuff like that. Sure. Back in you know the day doing ska, it's just the upbeat stuff. Sure. So I think that, yeah, I just, I feel like, I don't I don't know what to put on this and I don't think that we get to comment on it to be honest. I I I think the most I will comment is to say that it was it's difficult. It has not aged super well. But if you look at the uh live shows like when he jumps in he still does it and everyone goes fucking ape shit for it. Yeah, of course they so, do. So cuz it's but, it's a white it's a crowd of white exactly. people like I don't know if he went to Jamaica and did it how if it would play differently. And again, yeah, I think maybe this is something we can't talk about because maybe they would be super into it as well. Yeah, I mean, and I mean I can't yeah, it's not really my place to say. Yeah. But we talked about it with like Janet Varney, like you yeah. know, it's on another postcard. It's like I mean, we can't stop musicians from making music yeah. from like different cultures and things like that and you just try to not be exploitative about it yeah and, and he does do a good job here yeah and so by the by the dickens scale he succeeds <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think this like personally this didn't raise any red flags for me but again i'm not the kind of person it would raise a red flag for yeah so but it i mean it did it did raise a let red me, flag uh, for you. let me message Cooley ranks of the pilfers <laughs> is he a per- close personal friend i've been following him for years uh-huh. we've talked a couple times but you have to admit that it did raise i mean because when i said the elephant in the room you knew what i was mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. i mean so it's it's not that it was i don't know i mean it's hard because every time it came on a mm-hmm. big smile went on my face yeah. i was like this is fun and as so, fuck. like on the on the evan scale he did a good job so no one's gonna fucking call him on sure it. sure so is yeah. it is it you know appropriative don't know no one's ever called him on it yeah that's true i wonder did you look for anybody calling him on it i didn't do the why would i (laughs) doing your journalistic diligence i don't know i'm not a journalist (laughs) we're journalists we do a podcast this is a journal oh shit (laughs) sorry bud uh regardless here's what it has have you ever played the game parappa the rapper yeah okay uh prince fleecewallow uh, I mean, I haven't played it to where I know people in it. Okay. Prince Flea Swallow is one of my favorite Parappa. I, I, Parappa is one of my favorite games of all time. Huh, I that's surprising. Love Parappa. Um, and uh, uh, Prince Flea Swallow is a, um, a frog who sells things at a flea market. But for his rapper, he has to go to the bathroom. He starts with, ribbit, ribbit, I can't hold it. And it makes me, this uh-huh. reminded me so much of that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, it's got big Prince Flea Swallow energy, um, which is delightful because not only is it a fun rap, but it also made me nostalgic for that thing yeah, that I so, love. Yeah, well, that's good kind of nostalgia, then, is it? it? Were yeah. you Were you toxicified by it? Yes. No. Wait. No. Okay. <laughs> I was not. Maybe I was. Maybe because I liked that so much, because I remember Prappa. Dark veins of corruption it, it, moving through your... It, it put a shadow your... <laughs> over the appropriateness of what uh, oh, Ed is man. doing in the song. Shined a bright light on the appropriateness. <laughs> I don't know. Um... There's bouncy noises in here that are very cute. Uh, that are kind I of liked the uh, at the end of the um, chorus where the uh, where, where kids come in to sing the chorus like jump, jump, yeah, yeah, stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. like that's <laughs> that is always a good move in a kid song. Yes, is throwing some a kid chorus in there. That had to be their kids, right? Who knows? I, it had to be. Do you think it's an intentional House of Pain reference? Is that what they're doing there? But the jump around, jump, jump, yeah, jump, almost certainly. <laughs> yeah, like, which is fine. Yeah, this is. And we were just Chloe. Where's Chloe? She asked about them uh, interpolating other songs into Joe, songs. Joe. We could re-record this. <laughs> Go and record. Chloe, we didn't fuck you up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like that has to be a reference to House yeah. of Pain because we know Ed is a big rap boy. Uh, certainly he was you know, into that. There's the part uh, where they, uh, uh, I guess it would be the bridge of the song where they talk about, you know, lift your head above the water, water which breathe. sounds like the opening to a sitcom so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the polywog is breaking through and it's displaying his name at the uh, bottom of the screen. And like, Jim has like a sitcom voice. Yeah, he does. He definitely does. Man, I was just. I could watching... see. I could see him singing the Ducktail song. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. I 100% could see that. I was watching a video of Jim and Tyler. Um, it was for like the CBC or something, but it was just them in a white room with headphones on, and the game was called Jam or Not Jam, where they would play songs for them, and they would go like, "This song's a jam. This song's a jam." <laughs> so they're like, they played like, I don't know, like "Call Me Maybe" and like, but every song, Jim would go like this. <laughs> he would you can't see it listeners but he would mimic playing the bass line with and he's this. probably playing the correct bass line oh, I'm yeah. sure. but every song he was like the bass for this is so good you hear how the bass carries like he's just such a bass boy it, he's yeah. so precious i love yeah. that boy i feel like they should have put a bass in his hand he probably could have improved a bunch <laughs> of the lines of that songs that would have been great um yeah uh there's a like a heavily modified guitar sample they keep reusing in the first verse and uh uh I really like it. It reminds me of like the Burt Camfort sample in one week a little bit where they just kind of like heavily modified this like this this big this sample that they had. It's polywog in a bar, swims under soggy logs. One day you'll be a frog. Polywog. I watched the live video as well. Yeah. Maybe the one you were talking about. The one on Ships and Dip. Uh, no, I saw two of them, one in L.A. and one in Richmond. Oh, okay. Was it at, like, Barnes & Noble for their snack time tour? I think or there were a couple of them there, but the 7891 in, um, they did 789 in Polywog in L.A., and, like, I thought that Steve was about to, like, throw fists at Jim <laughs> and the rest of them, because he was, like, yelling at him, like, belligerent, because they were talking about, like, uh, Ed goes, like, you know, this is called Polywog in a Bible, but we can also call them tadpoles, and then Steve goes, no, you do not call them tadpoles, <laughs> like, and just, like, starts mixing it up. And then it was all staged, and they turned it into like a riff. So I'm that's like, very I'm like, funny. Do I see the cracks beginning to form? Oh man! But no, they just like they turned it into a riff, and they started playing, and then they went right into Polywog. Did you see? Did Ultimate Magicians? Did Ed look like he was backing down? Like any other guy would want to take it outside, but he'd rather take it outside. Is the name of that say song. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. 
Um, yeah, it was a joy to watch them do it live. Did you see the one with just uh, Jim and Ty? I only saw the ships and dip one. Okay, with just Jim and Ty. Yeah, Ty is starts off with it's like he's like on bongos, but he's playing them with like a um, kettle drum pads. Okay, so he's like he starts off with like a uh, like Caribbean, not Caribbean, but it's like a. Um, south american sort of accent like i'm gonna give you some rhythm done he's like like that and then jim starts singing um so it's just stripped down it's just drum and bass and then ed walks onto stage and then just does his like ribbit ribbit thing, oh, and then man. he leaves and everyone cheers of course oh that's so good oh so, so this, do they do the whole song or just the they ribbit, do the whole they do the whole oh, song okay. all and right like ty, it's just it's just tyler and uh jim man that sounds fun it's weird yeah okay i just i wish i could have seen them more when they were a whole band I just feel like I saw them. I saw them. I saw them once. I saw them two times. Okay. Fuck you. Maybe three. I don't don't give a shit. Uh, My mom got me tickets to a booth because (gasps) she worked for. She didn't trust you. She had friends with on the general population. (laughs) She had. She was friends with somebody at a radio station. To no good. They had tickets to give away, and they gave my mom a few tickets. Um, So you went to my ideal concert, like where I got to sit up, like in. They gave me free hot dogs all night long. Oh man, all beef, (laughs) all beef, my friend. (laughs) Or veggie Um, dogs. I do veggie dogs too. Do you know? Should we get around to rate, rating this song? Is it rating time? Do you have anything else to talk about? Um, I think that for every snack time song, I want to introduce a segment where we pair them with a snack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. So I'm trying to think of Is what's Is this like frog legs? Gummy worms. Gummy worms? Oh, sure. Um, I feel like gummy worms, but like you dip them in something, so they're wet and slimy. <laughs> I think this could be those like uh, those like deep fried crickets. Like, oh, yeah. Those, yeah. Those are pretty good. Some like bug snacks. Yeah. It's what everybody's going to be eating in 30 years when we have to do sustain 100% sustainable food because we've ravage the earth to death not we the boomers let's be mm. let's be clear i have a car uh, you're right well it's we can't you couldn't you couldn't live in the society yes i mean i couldn't i could not live like i would not be able to make it to work i would not like our, our city does not have public transportation yes. to the extent that we would be able to do it i, I can get to work sure. it takes me four hours but i could do it yeah you could walk there <laughs> i know i could take a bus i could take a bus there but i have to take like three cha- three exchanges i've done it yeah. before it just takes really it takes about an hour and a half Jeez, and i can't do that and drop my son off at daycare yeah for sure like so i just can't i couldn't survive without a car thanks boomers well i mean i'd love columbus to have a light rail system but yeah everyone keeps voting it down because they're all fucking white hairs up in their goddamn ivory towers did you see that map of columbus yes okay <laughs> loved it anyway good pod uh nice regional pod <laughs> wait are we talking about the same one where every subway restaurant Oh no! I'm uh, talking every, about one where every not... subway restaurant is a subway stop, <laughs> and it's fu- like it's like I could walk up to Smoky Row there and take that subway over to what it's just yeah. a fucking great. Yeah, we're the, map. I mean, we're the largest city in America without a viable public transportation system, I and mean, we've got buses. But yeah, like, and everyone's okay with buses because they're a flexible public transportation system. But you don't necessarily need flexibility in a sure. public transportation system. You need arteries, and yeah. things like that. So throw some light rail in, motherfuckers. It's wild. It's wild. Our, well, it's because Columbus it. is so spread out too. We've got such a huge. Um, That's why we're such a big city. Is because they count all the like spread out suburb well, the greater the greater metropolitan yeah. area which is what you count but i mean some, some even within do. the belt if they threw in a, a light rail system we would be Hell yeah well served just put it on the major arteries boy this really is turning into the Cebus cast cut it out nope it's gonna make us <sighs> eligible for the columbus, columbus podcasting, podcasting awards <laughs> all right ever you ready to uh talk about your ratings or do you have more to talk about 
Nope. Oh, wait, did we pair it? Oh, we paired it with crickets. Crickets. Okay, cool. And, gu- and wet gummy worms. And wet gummy worms. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I feel like, okay, gulab jamun. Yeah. But instead of like the, the little donut holes, you put in the fuck, you put in a handful of gummy yes, worms. Yes, absolutely. So gummy worms in hot, wet sugar. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds, it. oh man. That sounds like a sacred treat. I got to say. <laughs> I can just see you eating like, <laughs> like a skexy on the dark crystal. Like <laughs> gulab jamun, I take the spoon and I push it down in the thing so oh, it, it gets... absorbs all the So goop. is gulab jamun just donut holes and sugar? Syrup. I think so. That's what, I mean, they taste like to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it but it's is, great. I mean, so. it makes me feel worldly when I eat it. But it's just donut holes in sugar water, which is I mean, wonderful. The best thing ever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. I I'm wondering say if just. it's like a actual Indian dessert or if it's just something like that we like tikka masala that just got invented for disgusting Westerners. Yeah. Uh, I cannot answer this question, but I do think Ed is a racist. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's get around to rating this song. Yeah. All right, Ev, as usual, we rate this song on a scale from zero to infinite children. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> I was thinking how much clothes I was having. Well, here's the problem for me. Evan boy in a bog. <laughs> Is, I'll rate it first this time. My very first rating was 789 children after a certain number were wiped out in a bioterrorism explosion. Mm-hmm. My second one was an enormous mech made of children. Because I liked ninjas more than seven, eight, nine. How many ninjas? How many children did I give ninjas? I don't okay. fucking remember. Right. This song I like better than ninjas. So the power creep for these children for like, you, for you. But I've been keeping mine. I'm gonna keep mine reasonable. <laughs> mine are totally unreasonable right now. Thankfully, I think Pollywog in a Bog might be my favorite song in this album. So it's all the children. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say all the children in the world, even the ones that grow up to be racists. <laughs> yeah. Even the ones that grow up to be genocide. Even the ones that don't grow up. Those dead babies, those are my babies. <laughs> this song represents all the children. I believe the children of the future. Teach them well. One, and... way, or, one way or another, they <laughs> are the future. <laughs> Unfortunate. So I guess my rating is every child. <laughs> Infinite children. All the children that have been born and will be born. Wow. Period. How do I, how do I, I think I, my, I was like topping out at like 20 or well, something. See, here's the, here, <laughs> your first one was every child on the playground. Yeah, so that's a, that's a solid, like, I don't know, like a, a well-populated playground is going to have, wish, like, 30, 40 kids I wish it. I could remember. Uh, yeah, I jumped too fast. And I think my, <laughs> I, I would have had to, if that's a well-populated, let's say, let's say 30, and I like ninjas the best, and I bet I just rated it a bunch of, like, fucking nin- kids in, oh, it was a karate class. Yes. So that's going to be, like, a, a full-on karate it's class. like 50 kids. So, like, 50 kids. So this is less oh, than. I think you said it was in a church, and there were three helpers, and there were 90 oh, kids yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. So 90 kids. So um, I'm going to, this is between that, so it's less, it's big, more than a playground. Less than a karate, a, what do- if a I dojo. I like another song more than Polly. Okay, I'm exempting one child. You have to make more children. My child, my child, <laughs> my child is not included in this. Okay. So that if I like a but song, mine better. is. Can yes. You, can you, can you exempt mine too? Okay. Our ba- our babies are not included. And all the listeners' children. <laughs> okay. If you're listening to this and you have a child, your child is not included in my polywog rating. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Up. Go ahead. It's <laughs> fine. I mean, I asked for you yeah. to interrupt me. So uh, the year is 3649. <laughs> I wake up. <laughs> I wake up. No, that, the waking up coming will come later. Sure. I'm in a foxhole on Mars. <laughs> you might the push, be. The push, the push for Olympus Mons. Uh-huh. And uh, there's people. It's like World War One on Mars. It's just like... Uh, flechette rounds and manticore <laughs> mines exploding all around me. Somebody walks by in a mech suit made of children and gets gunned down. Uh-huh. And I go, what? and my commissar says, over, get over the ribbit, ribbit, we gotta get over. Uh-huh. <laughs> like one of those things. And so uh, I go and uh, come up over the the, um, fo- the edge of the uh, trench and I just get pip, like killed immediately. 
<laughs> like, Jesus just bam. Fucking it's one of those It's one of those hits where it sprays a little bit of blood on oh the camera. So, you, so it looks like they do it on purpose. Like yeah. they digitally make the blood there. Sure. So it makes pretend like a, I don't know why. But then I wake up and I'm in a tank. There's like a tube connected a, a, to me. A war tank or a fish tank? Like a fish tank. Okay. A fish tank. Not a panzer. So it's like a, it's like a, a Bacta tank from Star Wars. So it's like this green, you know, like every, where they're, where they're, uh, Whenever they make clones, yes. whatever they grow them in, sure. that. So I'm in there, and there's like a little, uh, a little uh, um, umbilical connected to yeah. the back of my neck, and there's because the war is going so badly for us, where it was two to a tank, sure. four to a tank, sure. eight to a tank. Now it is forty-eight to a tank. <laughs> so I'm just—it's all asses and elbows. I'm in there with like, I'm in, I'm—it's baby me, and I'm growing up. And like at first there was plenty of room in the tank, but sure. now there's forty-eight other like preteens and i'm like we're all stretching and and we're children we're just like slimy and stuff and then boosh, they let us all out to like so they cure, cloned you to finish cure. they need to they need me to finish the war they need to finish the so war they make yeah. child soldiers well i mean they they want us to grow up but they don't have time <laughs> okay they prefer to send adult soldiers because you know adult soldiers work better than child soldiers well child soldiers don't they have the psychological impact on the enemy of like oh i don't want to shoot a kid ah uh, yeah i guess i don't know I, I don't really research or know much about child soldiers sure neither and do I, I certainly didn't watch Beasts of No Nation. Was that a Netflix thing? Yeah, it's a, it's a Netflix uh, child soldier movie with like stars Idris Elba and then a bunch of children. Is it a documentary or? No, a... it's a really hard to watch movie. Got it. I, I've listened to reviews of it. Okay. And I it saw enough that you know I don't know I get I'm really like children stuff that ha- stuff happening to children and things like that get me. They've always gotten me, but they get me in right a way in the that parent feels. they get me right in the parent feels. Yeah, so I get you. Can't can't take it. Makes well, me real sad. So f- instead of watching Beast Nation, I gave money to charities that get kids <laughs> out of child soldiering. So this song is better than 789, but less good than Ninjas. Yeah, Ninjas is the best. Sure. But okay. this song is pretty fucking good. So yeah. 48, 48 kids. 48 kids? That's how many kids you can fit in a back of tank. It's <laughs> a lot of kids. <laughs> so what was their plan for as you grew? 48 adults. Well, they, they, no, they, they splish you out because they don't have room anymore. So I guess 48 child soldiers is better than like 12 adult soldiers. So they had no intention of letting you guys mature to adulthood. They would have loved to, but they don't have time anymore. Well, they, but then they put 48 of you in the same back to time. Right. They don't, they didn't have no intention at this point. Right. Like back in the day. Oh, they sure. let us, they let us cure. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Cool. Uh, great. Evan, what do we do at the end of these episodes? <laughs> I'm Saker. <laughs> I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one, one month. Week. 